outside the box, trying to turn the ship of state around. Today's topic is On Its Head. There have been more recent police shootings of unarmed people in our country, mostly African Americans. What can we do to end this? We can't just apologize and move on. Oops, the officer made a mistake. Sorry your father or son or sibling or relative got killed. Suspending or firing the officers is certainly not enough. We don't usually prosecute them either because they're assumed to be acting in self-defense. It's very unlikely that police will be sent to prison for killing unarmed people, no matter how flimsy the excuse. The threat of prosecution in every case might make police think twice before pulling the trigger, but we can't depend on that either to prevent these killings. There needs to be a whole different attitude about who looks suspicious and who doesn't, who should be arrested and who should not. In my hometown, police arrest African Americans over three times more often per capita than whites, according to USA Today figures from 2014. How about a different way of policing that recognizes racism within the system and turns it on its head? What that means is not just treating those with different skin colors the same. It means treating people of color the way white folks are treated now, and vice versa. Assume a person of color is not a threat, and assume a white person might be. Put the shoe on the other foot. Driving while black? Not anymore. Driving while white? Maybe on occasion. After all, they've gotten the benefit of the doubt for decades. Class fits into this also, so there would need to be a greater assumption of guilt for wealthy and middle-class white people. Stop those fancier cars, not the old beaters that are barely inspectable. There's been discrimination in the past against low-income and working-class people. We need to reverse that policy as well. This on-its-head, on pushback attitude could also apply to students in school, since students of color are suspended more often and punished more harshly than white students accused of the same offense. What matters is not the behavior, but how those in power view the behavior. Let's treat black, black folks with extra respect and whites like they could be guilty. A police department is not likely to publicly announce an on-its-head policy change like this one any more than they would acknowledge their own racism now in whom they stop and arrest. But a policy telling officers to treat everyone the same, no matter what their skin color, won't address the racism of the past. Only a reverse policy, a form of affirmative action, will partially make up for past harms. It'll be hard to ask white police officers to quote-unquote go easy on people of color and harder on those who look more like them. 
There has to be a lot of preparation for a policy change like that and a lot of positive reinforcement from police chiefs and the public. Even if a policy that singles out wealthier and middle-class white people is not carried out very successfully, it might at least level the playing field for people of color to be treated more equally by police in the future. We in the white community owe it to African Americans to treat them better than other whites. After all, it's been the reverse for centuries. Would you support a policy where police go easier on black folks and harder on middle class and wealthy whites? I'm Larry Danzinger, willing to be stopped by police more so African Americans and indigenous people can be stopped less. <laughs>